the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Well, we have weathered another weekend, and something a lot of people do on the weekend is go to the grocery store. It's the only time you have a chance to really catch up, because during the week you're too busy with your chasing your children around, or doing your job, or tending to other things, but uh, the weekend's when we go to the grocery store. And if you went, you were uh, struck by how unaffordable it is to buy groceries uh, in America today. Uh, Fret not. Because your president wants to reassure you that prices are only up an inch and that everything is fine and that uh, you should appreciate all that he is doing for you. That's where we begin a Monday edition of the Bruce Hooley Show. Glad to be with you on 94.5 in Dayton, 98.9 in Columbus. We have ample local headlines today and politics national with Joe Biden's interview on 60 Minutes and the Donald Trump rally Saturday night in Youngstown to support Ohio Republican Senate candidate J.D. Vance. Did you go? If you did, I'd like to know uh, what you thought of it. Our number is 844-TALK-989, 844-TALK-989. You can send me an email, bruce at salemmedia.com. Bruce at salemmedia.com. We'll get to the Trump rally and J.D. Vance and the pathetic way that Democratic opponent Tim Ryan spent his Saturday night. Oh, man. Anybody who was that uncool kid in high school at home while all your buddies were out doing fun stuff, hanging with cool people, cool kids. You had a tug on your heartstrings Saturday night for poor Tim. Little Timmy Ryan was at home live tweeting a rally where a former president was uh, moved by his support for J.D. Vance to come to Ohio wall. Well, poor Timmy sat at home and, uh, and tweeted. But let's get to Joe Biden and his interview with Scott Pelley on 60 Minutes. Now, Scott Pelley is a big time, big time. Democratic partisan. So he wasn't going to push Joe Biden on too much. But sometimes uh, you say something so crazy, and I think in this case so tone deaf that Scott Pelley thought, I I better do what I can here to make the president not sound like an uncaring lout when he talks about inflation. So here was uh, that interchange where Joe Biden shows you exactly, exactly what he thinks of you and the struggles you are going through. Mr. President, as you know, last Tuesday, the annual inflation rate came in at 8.3%. The stock market nosedived. People are shocked by their grocery bills. What can you do better 
and faster. Well, first of all, let's put this in perspective. Put it in perspective. Inflation rate month to month was just uh, 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 just an inch. Just a teeny bit. Hardly at all. You're not, not arguing that 8.3 is good news. No, I'm not saying it's good news, but it was 8.2 or 8.2 before. I mean, it's not. You're, I, mean, I can make it sound like all of a sudden, my God, it went to 8.2%. Come on, your life sucked before, Scott, and it still sucks, and it's sucking at the same rate. Come on, get over it. It's, been, it's the highest inflation rate, Mr. President, in 40 years. I got that, but guess what we are? We're in a position where, for the last several months, it hasn't spiked. It has just barely, it's been basically even. See, don't you imagine Joe Biden goes back to the Oval Office and he tells his aides, I am so sick of people bringing up inflation is as high as it's been in 40 years. If I've heard that once, I've heard it a thousand times. I don't want to hear it anymore. The fact that it hasn't changed in month to month to month <laughs> is so much better, it's Joe. It's so better. It's high. Sure, it's high, but it's been high a long time. Come on. And in the meantime, we created all these jobs and, and prices have, have gone up, but they've come down for energy. The fact <laughs> is that We've created 10 million new jobs oh. in a, since we came to office. We're in a situation where we, the unemployment rate is about 3.7 percent, one of the lowest in history. We're in a situation where manufacturing is coming back to the United States in a big way. It's all coming back in a big way. Don't you feel it? Things are good. Things are not as bad as you think they are. Things are really, 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 really good. And I've created 10 million jobs. Okay. In the same way that Joe Biden has created 10 million jobs. I've used this analogy before. I'll use it again. In the commercial break, I'm going to go to the sink in the kitchen, and I'm going to create an unending stream of water. You know how I'm going to do that? I'm going to turn the faucet on. And I'm creating water because, I mean, there's no water there right now. You go to the sink, the water's not, there's no water. I'm going to go to the sink. I'm going to turn on the faucet and presto water. I created water. I'm, I'm amazing. I can create water. Or... Was the water there waiting for me to stop the artificial impediment to the water manifesting itself in your line of vision? See, when Joe Biden talks about creating 10 million jobs, what he's attempting to take credit for is reopening the American economy after it was artificially shut down over stupid, widespread panic over COVID-19. The jobs were there existing before, just like the water is there and existing before. And they figuratively shut off the faucet to jobs and the economy in our country. And Joe Biden didn't just turn the water back on. No, no. He turned both faucets on full blast and then took a fire hose and tried to empty the fire hose into a sink that's about three inches deep by pouring untold trillions of dollars back into the economy, forgiving student debt, a green boondoggle, giving away money to Intel. And all of a sudden, you know what you have? You have a mess on the floor in the kitchen of the American economy because he didn't turn the water back on at the pace with which the sink, the economy, could handle it. And that's why we have inflation. But it's only up an inch. It's just an inch. Come on! He is incapable of taking the blame for anything that he has wrought. And make no mistake, he has wrought it. Inflation is 100% a creation of government. It is a creation of printing too much money or unleashing too much money into the economy. Some of it by the Federal Reserve. 
But this is laughable on so many levels. A, he doesn't understand. He does not understand what it is like to go to the grocery store and have them out of eggs on Saturday at Kroger. And my, I, I said this morning to my wife, do we have eggs? She's like, well, they were out of them at Kroger Saturday. Now, are we having a nationwide shortage of chickens? No. Are chickens uh, on a boat in the uh, L.A. Harbor unable to get in and get unloaded? No. You know why we have a shortage of eggs? Because eggs, if you buy a dozen eggs, that's three, four meals for people. And at the price, even though eggs are up 40%, Eggs are still a bargain compared to what? Bacon, which is $8 a pound, or hamburger, which is $6 a pound. Eggs are a cheaper way to eat. That is why you have no eggs at Kroger. Ridiculous. I was at Mount Vernon Walmart yesterday. I either shop at Meyer in Delaware or Walmart in Mount Vernon, and I can tell you that the eggs were nearly gone. Yeah. I did I did get an 18-pack because we use a lot of eggs, too. And I just want to mention Diet Coke. My husband is a Diet Coke fan, mm-hmm. big time, so I buy Diet Coke on a regular basis. 18 months ago, I would have paid 5 bucks for a 24-pack, probably. Somewhere around 5 or $6, right? It was $11.88 at Mount Vernon Walmart. Oh at Walmart. Oh my for a 24 pack. Yeah. So Is I it, did not buy the 24 pack. $5 to $11 seems like 11, more than an almost inch. Almost 12. More than an inch, yes. Joe. Yes, exactly. But he does not care. And just think of how this conflicts with the image that he has worked hard to cultivate. Scranton Joe, Union Joe, the friend of the blue-collar guys, right? In reality, he is a multi, multi-millionaire off of a government salary. Now, I know Senate pays pretty well, and he's been a senator since, you know, the early 70s. But how do you become, like unbelievably wealthy, the same way Nancy Pelosi becomes unbelievably wealthy on a house salary, insider trading and influence peddling. And so, and that's, you know, not a surprise, Pelosi standing in front of her, what, $50,000 refrigerator with her $9 a gallon ice cream, which is probably now, it's just two years later, it's probably $15 a gallon ice cream. They do not understand They do not want to understand. They do not make any effort to understand. But you understand it. You're thrilled when you can get a dozen eggs for $2.50 on sale at Kroger. And they used to be $0.99 on sale. Because you can stretch eggs into a meal for however many children you have. Or it's at least protein. It's at least something to fill their stomachs. And... Joe Biden has the temerity to sit there and tell you it's only up an inch. Yeah, it was. It, yeah, it's, I mean, it was, it was bad, but but it's been bad for a while. Aren't you used to it yet? Get used to it. Now we're not going to get used to it, and hopefully we're going to do something about it in the November midterms. We can't really do what we need to do about it until November of 2024. But if you saw the president last night, I'm curious how that lands on you. A guy who portrays himself as uh, an average, ordinary, run-of-the-mill American who uh, clearly doesn't get it and doesn't get that he doesn't get it. 
Well, taking a cue from their uh, clueless leader, the uh, and I mean Joe Biden uh, is the uh, leader, of course, of the uh, Democratic Party, uh, the Columbus Education Association, that's your teachers' unions, the one who signed a big, fat new contract a couple of weeks ago. Uh, they took a cue from Biden yesterday. Remember last week when Joe Biden held the Inflation Reduction Act celebration at the White House on the day that inflation came out? Ah, it was only up an inch, Bruce. It held steady from last year. I know it was, half, it was high last year, but come on, get used to it. Uh, well, the Columbus Education Association yesterday held a party for their new contract. It seems a little odd to me in the wake of State Department of Education ratings that have Columbus City Schools getting a one star, that's the lowest abysmal rating, for graduation rates and for early literacy. Hey, hey, other than early literacy and graduation, we're pretty mediocre. Yeah, pretty bad at graduation and early literacy. Maybe the two are linked. What do you think? If you don't learn to read, hard to graduate. Self-fulfilling prophecy. But the uh, Greater Columbus Education Association is concerned with the things that really matter. Uh, So they uh, have created uh, something they call the uh, Education Justice Organization. Uh, they have started this to continue, says continue their work for Columbus City Schools. Oh, they've already been working on this. Wonderful, wonderful. Uh, I don't know if air conditioning in the buildings is part of justice for the kids. I was told that it was during the negotiations, but then they signed a deal where they don't have to put air conditioning in all the buildings until the 2025-2026 school year, which I continue to marvel at how they got away with that. But they did, so uh, they throw parties uh, while you suffer. Now... um. I don't know what the scale is at the White House for a good Joe Biden interview versus a bad Joe Biden interview. I would assume that the standard is how many things did the old coot say that we have to walk back, that we have to correct him on? Well, uh, he said several in his interview with Scott Pelley. And keep in mind, uh, messing up a 60 Minutes interview uh, is really hard to do. If you're a Democrat, because they're there to help you sound as good as you can. They're not going to push back on anything unless, of course, you really step in it and they try to like gently guide you back into a place where you might not suffer as much electoral damage as you did. So here is uh, Joe Biden uh, walking along with Scott Pelley at the Detroit Auto Show saying something that... uh, I'm sure he thought it was a smart thing to say, but in light of something he's done recently, could prove to be a very, very dumb thing to say, even though I actually agree with the spirit of what he says. Is the pandemic over? The pandemic is over. We still have a problem with COVID. We're still doing a lot of work on it. Uh, it's, but the pandemic is over. If you notice, no one's wearing masks. Mm. Everybody seems to be in pretty good shape. Mm. And so I think it's changing, and I think this is a perfect example of it. The pandemic is over. Everybody seems to be in pretty good shape. Nobody's wearing masks. Okay. So how come COVID is the emergency that allows you to write off a half a trillion to a trillion dollars in student debt? So you did that under the guise that it's a federal emergency ongoing. And if the pandemic's over, that was the emergency you cited. How is it okay to... Forgive that student loan debt. Of course, we know it wasn't okay for him to wipe away that student loan debt. It's not in his power to spend that kind of 
federal money, but he did it anyway, just like he did the rent moratorium, just like he did the vaccine mandate, just like he did the mask mandate. So that's walk back number one. They didn't like that he said the pandemic is over because there are some people, I see still people wearing masks, pandemic's not over to them. It's a pandemic in their mind, but they're very, very afraid of it. And Joe Biden's party has been very, very afraid of it. And there are still, still schools out there that have mask mandates, that have vaccine mandates. So that was not good. But where he really stepped in it. And this uh, isn't what you want to do when you're a president and you're answering a ticklish question is to kind of talk around the outside of the question without boxing yourself in. Uh, Here's Joe Biden on China, uh, leaving himself no wiggle room. What should Chinese President Xi know about your commitment to Taiwan? We agree with what we signed on to a long time ago. And that there's a one China policy and Taiwan makes their own judgments about their independence. We are not moving. We're not encouraging their being independent. We're not let that's their decision. But would U.S. forces defend the island? Yes. If, in fact, there was an unprecedented attack. (laughs) After our interview, a White House official told us U.S. policy has not changed. Officially, the U.S. will not say whether American forces would defend Taiwan. Hmm. But the commander-in-chief had a view of his own. Hmm. So unlike Ukraine, to be clear, sir, U.S. forces, U.S. men and women, would defend Taiwan in the event of a Chinese invasion. Yes. No wiggle room. No wiggle room on that. Now, would I be the only one who wonders what White House official corrected the President of the United States. Like, I'm under the impression that the President of the United States is, isn't he the guy where the buck stops here? Like, isn't that on the President's desk, the buck stops here? And the 60 Minutes people were told that officially the position is, wait, doesn't he set the official position on all things? Like, he's the boss, right? He'll tell you he's the President. Like, I remember a question I played before where somebody said, Some people in the Democratic Party don't think you're the right person. Well, I'm the only president they have. Uh, Yes, we know. So I found those two things interesting, that uh, the walk back on the pandemic and the walk back on China. Now, Saturday night, I was uh, dialing around watching college football games much more competitive than Ohio State's with Toledo when I happened upon the J.D. Vance-Donald Trump rally, and I noticed that I was not alone in watching that. Uh, my close uh, personal friend, Tim Ryan, the Democratic Senate candidate, was also watching it because he was live tweeting about the things said about him, uh, which I find uh, somewhat pathetic in that if you're Tim Ryan, isn't it a little uh, creepy to be watching what your opponents are saying about you? Shouldn't you be out campaigning articulating your own message and reacting to everything other people say about you, particularly when you know that the people who are saying it about you are not fans of yours. So what did Tim Ryan have to say on Saturday night? And um, what can you glean from it as you determine whether to vote for J.D. Vance or Tim Ryan? We'll get into that next on The Bruce Hooley Show. 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.